Welcome once again to another episode of the Sullivan Way Podcast. Here on this Saturday evening, getting some homework done, still in college, still got classes scheduled for the summer, sick of school. And my only hope is all this school, I just hope that it pays off because, bruh, it's, um, it's a grind being working a job <clears throat> and then, you know, feeling like you just sometimes it's like you don't have enough time to do stuff. Um, The other day I talked about, you know, how this critical race theory is seeping into conversations all across this country. And I talked about how I was nervous for my daughter, uh, who is five, to, you know, I, and I have had kids who are in school and I know that they went to public school. My son also went to a private school too, but I feel that <clears throat> now more than ever, you know, we're not teaching our people of color anything really about themselves. It's all about the kind of generic people. It's all about people who um, everybody knows, you know, Martin Luther King. We talk about the inventors and things that they did. And it's only really slotted for, you know, um, one month out of the year. And a lot of the those programs are kind of being taken out of curriculum, too. And I, I don't quite understand why that is. But I know, excuse me, I do know why it is. Because there's a group of people in this world who really believe that poor people and people of color need to just pull themselves up by their bootstraps and deal with it. I, I don't know if some of you saw, it was this guy from Tennessee, this, 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 this representative who talked about how Hitler, <clears throat> Adolf Hitler, you know, the leader of the Third Reich, how he was a homeless person and he became a part of world history. Okay. And which just ignorant by itself, but he was trying to say that because Hitler was a homeless person, he, he was prosperous in what he did and becoming the leader of the Nazi party and leading millions of people to their deaths in gas chambers. But you know, even here in this country as well, on the flip side of it, <clears throat> we were putting people in internment camps and we were making it harder for German-American people. And right here, we were making it hard for black people, people of color all across this country. And I, people don't want to talk about those uncomfortable things, 
But let's be honest, they happen. And the truth is, we hear about things that aren't necessarily true and they're slanted and they're wrong. And it's 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 ridiculous that people can't be real and people think that we're so dumb and stupid that you can't pick up a book or you or and, and I and, and a lot of my one of my college professors told me when I got to college, when I went back to college, he said all that stuff that everybody used to hear that was in school, just put that crap out of your mind, clean your mind out of all that crap. We won't get down to the the real history of this country. And we may not get to everything. And you know, y'all may see the historians when they're talking, well, and they don't call themselves professors. They call themselves historians, history, history, the history professors. They call themselves historians. And it's so much different than what I got in Mississippi studies. Okay. It was so different. And my problem is not so much what we are teaching from a curriculum standpoint. That's not my issue. My issue is, is that we are going out of our way to try to shut down something to try to just say it's banned and anything that is banned with the with a different group of people can be reversed. Right. People don't want, you know, and, and the truth is they don't want people white, little white boys and girls to feel like that they did something wrong. But what I say is, is that people can go back and talk about how their parents came over here in the early, in the 1700s. There are people that could trace their family back from for years and for generations and, and, and for centuries, right? But black folks, we can't do that, okay? Black folks can't do that. Our, our my resident historian on, on my dad's side of the family, he passed away. So you don't really know a whole lot about your history of your family. You don't know who you, you don't always even know who you're related to in some, in some cases, because black people in general, again, we, 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 our history started right after reconstruction. Okay. We, our families got sold and, and, and sent off to other places across the, the state and put on other plantation lands and if you didn't if you don't have the ledger you don't know who that is okay you don't know who those kids had kids with and who they were with and it's so that's just the truth that's the way that it is and but that's the history of our people we don't want to talk about that okay we don't want to bring that kind of stuff up because it makes people feel uncomfortable but that is the truth of where we come from as a people and this is one of the 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 things that i struggle with now as a grown man is that i have been told my whole life that christianity is the way of life christianity is the way that we uh, are going to make it that you have to believe in god and you have to put god first and you know, and if you ever question, you can't ask the godly questions, and you you can't uh, you can't really think from a mindset of science. You just go with it because everything is motivated by faith. But let's be honest, okay? Let's just be honest for a second. Now, <clears throat> there is a, there is there is something in my body, in my mind that tells me 
I can never say that there is not a God because it's been ingrained in my body. Okay, it's been ingrained in my mind that there is a God, right? But I think to myself, okay, how this stuff came about, how the church came about, how Henry VIII split the uh, the the Catholic Church and made the Church of England because he wanted to get a divorce. I think about all those things and how all that stuff spun off and then, you know, everybody came to the New World, which is what we call now the United States. And when slaves who were not even allowed to read were given names, okay, they were given names, they were suitable names, and they were not allowed to read, but they were given the Christianity religion. Okay, they were given the Christianity religion, and the truth of the matter of it is, since we came over here in the shackles on the boats, we have been indoctrinated with this Christian religion, this religion that we have lived under that has oppressed us for 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 centuries. It's just the truth. The religion has oppressed us for centuries because it was given to us through a group of people. Who, who believed that we were not were, were their property. We were their property, and they gave us their, their, our names, and they gave us uh, 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 their their values and their ways of life to make us civilized. But we were still their property, okay? And that, that's just the truth. So my thing is, as a father, as a grown man now, I, I'm not a racist person, but I also am a father. I also have to look at things where I don't want my daughter believing lies. I don't want I want my daughter to see the real what this country is about because my daughter one day could be on the Supreme Court. She could be an attorney. She could be a lawyer. She could be a doctor or a nurse or a teacher. But I want her to be well informed just like all my kids. I want you to be well informed. I want you to understand where you come from, who your family is, and how far we have come, and why it's so important for us to try to do everything we can to be prosperous so we can give something to our future children, right? It don't have to be materialistic, okay? We often put too much emphasis on, you know, money and property and things like that, but there are things that can go generations that, that let's just face it us as black people one thing that we have accumulated is debt because we have really wanted to try to be with everybody the master class and we wanted to be like every you know we, we, we want to be like the Joneses that keep up with a group of people that have hated us forever okay we, my grandmother was a 10 year old 11 year old girl uh, when the Civil Rights Act was passed, right? I mean, 13, 14 year old girl when the Civil Rights, pa- Civil Rights Act was passed, okay? So it, it, it's been in her lifetime. She's seen segregation, okay? She's seen, my, my grandfather, they've seen segregation. They were not able to graduate and go to colleges and they didn't have a lot of money. My mother would tell me stories about her having to go work up at the bank, 
and would go to games and be in the band and would never have any money, right? And wearing clothes too big for yourself. But my mama made a better life uh, for me than she had. And my job is, was, is to make a better life for my kids. And I hope that I'm doing that, right? But the, the thing is that what I get tired of is that this idea that we want to shut things down that I think that could be interesting to a group of people who need to know and need to be able to understand what critical race theory is because it makes you uncomfortable because it makes somebody uncomfortable. Nobody can learn about it. We already know already that, but, but we can learn about George Washington and, uh, 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 and, and will and teeth and honest, Honest, honest George and, and, and Abraham Lincoln and how he freed the slaves and all that kind of stuff. And th- those things are not totally true. Okay. They're, they're not totally true. And these are the conversations that I will have with my kid, with my daughter at the dinner table. When she comes and she tells me, I'm going to say, hey, well, sweetie, that, that's not totally, completely true. Okay, now you you will have neutrality, right? Neutrality, I get it that you don't want to favor one thing and favor other. But it, it what, what happened was was that when people start talking about this woke culture, and all woke culture means is is that there is a group of people who are stirring up some trouble, and we need to figure out a way to shut them down. Because in this country now, the reason why we're so polarized is because there's a group of people who have been at the top forever and they don't want to lose what they have and they see how the demographics are changing. And I'm not talking about white people. All right. I'm talking about a group of people who have Neanderthal thinking where they believe that because of the color of their skin, that they are somehow more, more superior than everybody else. Okay, they think that they're more superior than everybody else. You know, just like the doll, the dolls. Okay, back before when 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 little boys and girls, or I think it was a, they they tested, I think almost ten to fifteen dolls, and they had these kids ask what doll is good and what doll is bad. The black dolls were bad, and all the white dolls were good. That kind of stuff has been indoctrinated in people. Okay. That stuff has been indoctrinated in people. Well, why do you think everybody want to talk about woke? Okay, when you say woke to me, okay, when you say woke to me, that's no different from trying to from saying, you know, you people shouldn't be allowed to read, because what it means is because remember we were not allowed to read in this country. Black people were not allowed to read, especially in the South. You were not allowed to read in the South. Now, I don't know where you were when you go across that line and go to the north, but black folks down in the south, you were not allowed to be able to read. Why were you not able to read? Why were you not? Because they were afraid of you becoming woke. Because if you were able to read, you were able to take care of yourself. You were able to rebel against them. You were able to stand up. They didn't want any of that. And that's how it is now. People have woken up. But they're not all the way woke, though, because money controls it all. A lot of people sit there at the tables and they talk about these things 
and these things that impact society, but they will never say it. And what happens is, is that they'll get a person out there of color who will go out there like Candace Owens and start tap dancing and, and, and excuse my French, getting up there tap dancing for and cooning and act like the black people are the problem and they don't understand. And, and they are the reason why there's so much crime and we talk about black on black crime and we go sit here and talk about how black people are killing each other and the police are are are, are not the issue it's, it's the problem with black people not understanding how to comply they get those type of people up there so they can make some money to prove their point to say hey look 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 uh, 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 idiot America who or racist America we, we, this is a person right here. This is a good one right here. She understands. She wants to keep us on the top at the superior. And we, we don't need to have all these people out here trying to, to, to take over our country. A country, by the way, that your, 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 your granddads stole. Bringing all them diseases and, to, and, and, and killing off Native Americans. See, we don't want to talk about those things because they make people feel uncomfortable. Okay, they make them feel uncomfortable, and the fact of the matter is, a lot of those people still believe in that stuff. I mean, you got people who, when, when President Obama got in office in the South, were just vicious. They were vicious. They couldn't stand it. They hated it. They didn't. They hated it, and they didn't hate it because he was a Democrat. I mean, we were polarized, but I mean, we were polarized with Bush. We were a little polarized with Clinton, but when Obama got in office, when Obama got in office, it was a set of people who didn't like that man simply because he was black. And he had nothing to do about his policies because, and then when they, when Donald Trump, who sat here and spoke to your conscience. Donald Trump spoke to racist Americans. He spoke to their conscience to tell them to come out and be that silent majority. And that was the that was the the penalty for putting Obama in office. The 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 result was putting Donald Trump in office to offset because they were polar opposites. This was a person who was sitting there saying that the man was born in Kenya. He was, he's a racist dog whistler is what Donald Trump is. I don't care because he gave a black man a, a, a job at one of his failed casinos. He's a dog whistler and he speaks to the conscience of racist America. And let me tell you something. He's not a dumb person because he used to be a Democrat. Okay. Or he had more liberal ideology. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a left-leaning liberal. Because there are some things that I definitely don't agree with the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party, there's a lot of things, a lot of people who represent that I just can't get down with you at all. But the problem is, is that we have this issue where we have people now who, guess what? They, they, want, they, they don't care about policy. They want to go root for somebody and they want to root for somebody who they think is not going to give a person of color nothing. You know, Lyndon Johnson said it himself. Hey, you, the, 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 the most high profile black man you could go will, will, will be still be below 
the lowest lowest of the low white man because he's he still for some reason believes that he is better than Barack Obama. The man who's sitting here collecting a welfare check who should be a who has always been voting against his own interests still believes he's better than Barack Obama, the Harvard law grad. Okay? Still believes he's better than him. This says the facts is is that we have to teach people in our country not to hate each other, but the facts are the facts. You have to know where you come from and really just see where you're going. But I'm going to just be honest with you. It looks like we're going backwards. It really does look like we are going backwards. Like we haven't made a whole lot of progress since the 60s. We have not made a lot of progress since the 60s. You see, when Donald Trump was in office, you saw protests almost every other week. You saw people sitting here, setting off, uh, you know, women marches. You saw folks, you know, anytime there was a police shooting, you saw people out here marching. You saw it was just craziness all the time. People didn't like him. He was a very unpopular person. And of people who are like I said on the fence and liberal-minded people if they all would vote and get out there and vote they would destroy Republicans every time they had an opportunity but they stay at home just the reason that was the reason why Hillary lost in 2016 just that the problem in this country is is that we don't we want to try to stop woke culture and we need to go back to the good old days but when you tell me what the good what are the good old days Nobody can, nobody ever wants to say that. And the thing is, is because we don't want to talk about it. I, I hear nothing. I see nothing. I speak nothing. So let's just move on. Let's not talk about race. But the fact of the matter of it is, if you are a black person like myself, you're a black man, race affects you. Race affects you as a black man. It just does. And I will say it. I'll say we are the most hated race, rated person, rate hated creature walking this earth. Do we do the lowest common denominator make it hard for uh, the people who are trying to do the right thing and live their life? Yeah, but the but the, but the fact of the matter is we are the most discriminated against. We're the most likely to be shot and killed. Okay, because hey. He is a savage and I'm afraid of him. It's just how it is. Okay? But the fact of the matter of it is, it was something that led to that. Okay? It was something that led to that. You don't, you, yeah, you may not want to go put uh, a man hanging from a tree in a third grade uh, social studies book. You may not want to put that in the curriculum because that is a little. That is a, a little uh, over the top, but it happened. It's the truth. My mom, when I was a kid, bought, bought, bought me a book. It was called Black Saga. And it had a history. She got it from Books a Million. And it had a history of what African people went through and how when they became you know, uh, Americans and we got here and how we were treated. It's terrible, man. It's terrible stuff. And the 1619 Project 
the reason why I say that I I would advocate for why I believe in critical race theory and those policies is because I feel that it gives young black boys and girls a sense of where we were as a people that you had a lineage of people. Your history didn't just start at Reconstruction after the Civil War. Because that's where that's where everybody seems to want people to think. Okay? It's like you want to talk about slavery. Let's talk we talk we'll discuss slavery, but they don't talk about from 1776 to 1865. They don't talk about the everyday life or the life of an everyday slave, okay, out there in in the fields working. You were beneath and you were lower than the dirt. We don't talk about that. And the problem and the reason why we don't talk about it is because they don't want little Bobby, a little Timmy in school to feel like he did something wrong but the fact of the matter of it is you want everybody to know about everything else from the past. You want to talk about how your grandfather came over here on a boat from Ireland and he settled in the New World in Maryland and became a lawyer and started a family and did all these. You want to know all that. You want to know things that impacted your family. But maybe we as as as, as black a black folk, maybe we want to know. How we came here. How did we get here? How did people of color get to the new world? We don't discuss that. We don't want to talk about that. It's glossed over. It's never gone in depth. And and, and it's not right because people and pe- people are, are or, or go around act or, or like they go around ignorant the whole entire life, and and you're not supposed to discuss and talk about race or talk about things that people say they don't see something they don't see color they lie and they're lying because we all do. But how you feel, how you feel about a person, or how you feel about a person that's that of color or a person that is. Uh, Caucasian or that's Hispanic. How you feel about that 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 uh, that race, and how you feel and what you say about those those type of people, that's what makes you racist. That's what makes you racist. And, and a lot of people, like I say, I'm from Mississippi. I'm from Mississippi. All right, I, I know. How about all about racist racism and, and how kids would sit there and write letters and write uh, uh, drawings to little black boys and girls talking about how the South would rise again and would have a black boy or a noose or a, a and they would do these things because that's secretively how they would feel. I know a lot of them. They would just do it. I don't know what to school with. You know, fifth, sixth grade, you know, this is what these boys were doing. They were sitting there, you know, 
get mad at somebody and then go get that to somebody to the South will rise again because they heard that from their parents. And those be the same people that would be cheering you on on Saturdays at the game and cheering you on on Fridays at the game. The fact is, is that they would be racist. Tell you how many people that the black folks that came to the house, they would be racist. But racist is not trying to find out the history of your people. It's just not. When you don't know who people are and you don't know where you come from and how many people, you know, I don't know anybody that I, I don't know anybody pre-1860. I heard of my family, the Jefferson family. I've heard about, you know, some of the people on my, on my, my dad's side of the family. And, but it's right there at that 1860 mark. But why can't we find out who we come from? Where we come from? From the from the point of view of a a a, a intellectual, from a person who is extremely smart. We can't hear about that kind of stuff. We don't need to talk about that stuff. But you know what? Hey, there are ways to go about it, people. You have to talk to your kids at home and you got to have these conversations. And when you and you got to really go through and talk and listen to what, you know, your kids are hearing at school. Now, you work in the public school education system. It's all about neutrality and you don't want to make nobody feel bad. So you can and neutrality. I think more so is talking about, uh, you know, current events, because now we live in a society where everything's so polarized. Everybody hates everybody and everybody has to pick a side. Everybody has to choose. And that's what happens when you have a idiot like Donald Trump become president. Okay, a complete con man and a crook. When he, a person like that, becomes the president of the United States, a man who basically is equivalent to a character on Monday Night Raw when he becomes the president of the United States, you're in trouble. And that's why the that's why the United States is weaker. That's why we're not really taking it seriously. Because we had a complete idiot running the country who wants who really truly wanted to be an authoritarian type of leader, right? Where and where, you know, hey, I'd be president for however however long I could be president. You know, we could get people in here uh, in the government that will change the rules and amend laws and do things that will benefit me, taxes. And it, it's no doubt to me, if Donald Trump would have won in 2020, the son of a gun, he would have changed the rules where he would have been looking like Roosevelt. He'd have been a president as long as he possibly could be president. And that's why we're doing this stuff in, in Texas and Florida and all these other places. You know, people, you got to really look and watch what's going on about how they're drawing up these maps and how they are trying to stop people from 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 getting anything and being a part of the but they do all that stuff in the name of Christianity. They they people are they they they, they click they clutch their bibles, but you are walking towards Christian maturity with those same type of people because we're a Christian nation. 
But you know, that's the thing. We are all equal under the eyes of God. But the truth of the matter of it is, we have not always been that way. And I wish people would stop trying to sit here and say, forget slavery when you're telling me to forget and forget a group of people who sacrifice, who yes, sir, yes, sir, and no, sir, for their whole lives just so they didn't get hung. Just so they didn't die. When black men were watching their wives get pulled off into a doggone barn somewhere and get raped and couldn't do nothing about it. Because if they did, they would be shot and killed. All these things, we want to tell folks to forget that kind of stuff where you sitting here talking about separate but equal. Okay, we can talk about separate but equal. And, and, and you know already that the black kids aren't getting the same things that the, the 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 white kids are getting because it's not fair you you're getting you see you see the old pictures of the water fountains and how this was how you could only use this bathroom or you can use that bathroom we don't want to talk about those things because they make people feel uncomfortable but it, but why why is that why do you know why this why are you not a, why you not why are you not proud of everything and when i say this about this country i don't ever say that this is the greatest country alive what i say is is that uh we have a lot of laws that are better than other countries but what i will say is is that each and every day they're making laws to curb a lot of different things they're doing a lot of things all the way to the line, okay? So you don't really have as many freedoms to me that you that really, you really don't have a whole lot of freedoms. You really don't have as many freedoms as you think. So so when people sit here and say this is the greatest country uh ever, I don't I don't ever I don't I don't I can't I, for who? Who 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 does that apply to? Okay? Who does that apply to? That general statement. Who does that apply to? You're talking to a person who served in this in, the, in this for this country for eight years. Who does that apply to? Because it, it don't apply to black folks. It just don't. And it's not to say or try to stir the pot. But the truth is, it don't apply to black people. This is not the greatest country ever for people of color. And it has got has it gotten better for people of color? Yes. But there are a lot of injustices that have been wronged. You don't owe people reparations for just slavery. You owe people for taking their families, for harassing their families, for killing fathers off, for um, raping mothers and, and sisters, and and doing and, and breeding bringing uh people like they're like they're dogs and worthless you owe people for that because you ha are had a hundred year or you had 150 up where you excuse me you had a 300 year uh a uh head start on folks and you a lot of people say well hey my family was poor my family was this okay great but you still were not lower than a black person okay you still were not lower than a black person you just were not 
even if you were your family was poor y'all were out there with sharecroppers too you still were not poor excuse me you might have been poor but you still were not lower than a black person we were scum of the earth they and and guess what we still adhere to their religion for whatever reason a religion and a, and a church that doesn't hardly doesn't really do anything for the black community besides siphon off all the money and preachers and associate ministers uh eating if getting their belly fat on on, on saturday on sunday morning sunday afternoons it's it, 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 it's it's mind-boggling to me when people say that that this is the greatest country ever created it sounds patriotic it sounds nice but unfortunately it's not true and when and if people are working overtime to try to ban critical race theory we really need to be paying attention because if you're banning critical race theory, if you're banning a, if you're banning something that they're not even talking about, that they're not even teaching in public schools, then you better believe that they are trying to reverse a lot of other things. They're trying to reverse a lot of other things, uh, and and they don't, they don't want you to they don't want you to hear about it. They want to try to curb it. it it's it's racist to. To try to stop people and prevent people from voting. That is absolutely ridiculous. But you know what? That's something they've been doing forever. Literacy tests, poll tax. They, they have been doing it forever. Now they can't do mail-in validity. You got to go to work. You got to do all this. You gotta, and, and guess what? Employers? Do you think they try to let people get off of work? No. Oh, we got to close the polling stations down. And, and then the worst part, when you're closing down the polling stations... In predominantly uh, uh, minority communities, but guess what? A lot of people say, "Hey, they're not. They, they don't say. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't sit here and, and the people who are the non-racist people, the non-people who uh, are part of the majority in this country, they don't sit here and advocate for it. Are people advocating?" The question I ask: Are people advocating more for you to play uh, for your 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 good black son to play a sport, or are they advocating for you for your black son to vote? Question that answer is very very easy. They don't care. They're complicit, and they they are the part of that silent majority. They vote Republican straight down they believe in their values nothing wrong with that and they're going to tell everybody else on the other side that they're woke because they want to know about the real they want to see a different point of view of how this country has been because hey they only know I mean, how, many people, how many generations do you know how many how many, how many black folks could tell me who, I mean, how many black folks could tell me uh, that they have a picture of their great, 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 great grandmother from the 1700s? You're not going to be able to do it, especially not from Mississippi. Very far in between, you're not going to be able to do it. 
you're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to, not, not from the 1800s either, all the way up until 1860 when folks were still sharecroppers and still modern day slavery and black coding you and putting you in jail. Again, where, where, where were the good old days? 